Welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast, the podcast for converting your audience from strangers to loyal fans. We dive deep and discuss how entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches can level up their business to help more people in the world. Now here's your host, the creator of the Audience Conversion Method, Kimberly Whitecamp. Are you tired of staring at a blank page when it comes time to do your marketing? Are you frustrated trying to figure out the timing and how to get your schedule done so that your marketing actually gets finished? Join me and my friend Sagan Morrow for a week of getting your marketing done. Both of us will be holding trainings on how to structure your day to maximize productivity and to discover the missing key in your marketing. Sign up at theaudienceconverter.com slash maximize. Welcome to this episode of the Audience Converter Podcast. I'm Kimberly Whitecamp, your host, conversion copywriter, and marketing strategist. Today, my guest is Judy Weintraub. She is an accomplished entrepreneur, business executive, attorney, and a best-selling author of The Essentials of Negotiating Effectively and the author of How to Build Successful Business Partnerships. She is the founder of Skillbytes, providing book writing and publishing services designed to help authors get their books written and published easily and quickly. And of course, in addition to Skillbyte, she also runs Weintraub Legal Services, providing dispute resolution services and corporate law services to small businesses. So obviously, Judy has a lot of experience with working with small business owners, knowing what it really takes to, to get your book done and how you can use that in uh, creating a a business that scales to where you want it to be. So Judy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kimberly. Delighted to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. And, you know, we're just going to dive right in. So the name of the business is Skillbytes. So what is Skillbytes and what caused you to start it? Well, I was looking to take some of my articles and speeches and repurpose them It occurred to me that I could write a book or maybe a series of books. And then I thought, well, a lot of people really like short lunch and learn programs. Maybe people would also like short books. So I took my material and I decided to create some short books. I passed them out to some people. They thought it was a great idea. They wanted me to help them get their books done. And that was sort of the origin of Skill Bites, which is based on sound bites, only these are skill based short books. So that's where it came from. So basically, you decided, well, I've got all of this stuff I'm sitting on. People are looking for information on this, but maybe they don't have the time or uh, the ability to sit down and read the full book. So I'm just going to create something nice, short, and sweet. So it's a little skill bite instead of a little sound bite. Right. And it's practical information that people can implement right away. And you don't need to read 200, 300 pages, which most people don't do anyway. In fact, I heard a statistic that the average person gets through only about 18 pages of a nonfiction book before they put it aside and they rarely get back to it. So why spend a ton of time writing a long book if people aren't going to read much past the 18th page? 18 pages. That seems like such a small number. It does. But when you think about the books that you've read recently, how far have you gotten? Well, let's see. Most recently, (laughs) 
Um, I'm in the middle of reading, uh, rereading a book, actually. So obviously I reached the end, um, but I, I did read the whole thing. Um, but it did take a while for, for part of my morning routine is, you know, get up, do a bunch of stuff. And part of that is to sit down and read 20 minutes of a business book. So it takes a while, but I do get through it. Okay. Well, there are a lot of people who don't, but even those who do read the whole book, it can take quite a bit of time. When you write short books, people get through them a lot quicker. They're also a lot quicker to write and they're cheaper to publish. That does make a lot of sense. So tell me about the people who um, become your authors. Like, uh, how do they use uh, their position as an author? You know, what can that do for a business person? Well, there are a lot of different benefits of being a published author. I'm sure when you see somebody who says that they're a published author, you immediately think of them as an expert. That is a great perception to have your audience think of you. And uh, it's a great credential to be able to say that you're a published author. You can use your book in so many different ways. You can give copies out to prospects. You can send them to your existing customers. Sometimes they don't even realize that you have as many areas of expertise until they see your book. So they might come back to you for services when they haven't dealt with you for a while, or they ask for some services that they never even knew that you offered. Uh, You get a lot of your prospects becoming customers when they realize that you are, in fact, the expert. And when you're on Amazon and other book retail sites, there are people who are going to find your book if it's helpful for the obstacle that they're encountering that you would never have been able to find otherwise. So it greatly increases your visibility as well as your credibility. It can help you get speaking engagements. It can help you get media interviews, JV partnerships. So there's a host of different benefits of being a published author. That is a, a very long list, but it's also a, it all ties into one thing, basically, which is getting known, raising awareness of who you are so that people know who you are and what you do. Um, and I like the part where you said, you know, these are short books. So a, a lot of people think that writing, you know, takes a lot of time, a lot of skills. Uh, can someone, you know, use this method to grow their business um, if they don't think they are a good writer or if they don't have a lot of time? Definitely. You do not have to be a good writer because you'll have an editor who can polish your work for you. You've got a lot of expertise. You may already have a lot of material, whether it's your marketing material, uh, information on your website. Um, Maybe you prepared some speeches or articles or blog posts or whatever. All that can be repurposed. So it's not like you're writing a book from scratch. There's also ghostwriters out there who can write your book for you. We have a number of ghostwriters at Skillbytes and basically will get the information out of your head and give you a really good book out of it. I I, want to comment on two things you said. One is that you probably have a lot of stuff already, like your book is almost written uh, because you're repurposing, you know, past blog posts or speeches or what have you. And, you know, that's that's the key to, I think, uh, a lot of really great marketing is that 
you have so much information and that you've already put the time and effort and resources into creating this, that you should really make the most use of it. Because, you know, if somebody found you on one platform, maybe they don't know about you on another, or you published on one platform, but maybe uh, that person isn't on that platform, we're on a different one. So being able to kind of look at what you already have to create this really great book to kind of build that authority as an author, as an expert, uh, is really powerful. Absolutely. And then once you have your book written, you can turn that information back into blog posts, tweets, um, a, a whole lot of different things that you can do with that material. Absolutely. And then, of course, you said, you know, there's also the option of ghostwriting, right, which is uh, how a lot of marketing material in the first place gets made. Because, you know, if you are the head of a company, if you're an entrepreneur, uh, there's so many different hats you have to wear. Or maybe you do have a team and you just don't have the time to wear that particular hat. Uh, there's nothing wrong with, you know, talking with somebody outside your organization to get the information and then get it down so that you can get that book done. Right. It may not be the best use of your time. As a business owner, you're, you're probably wearing several hats already and adding book author or, or you're trying to write your book at the same time as you're running your business is very difficult. So you might wind up spending um, your time might be much better spent running your business, coming up with uh, new services or products or markets or whatever and have somebody write the book for you. It's very interesting. You know, a lot of people, I think it's something they kind of gloss over, right? They realize they're not good with taxes. So they hire a CPA accountant, right? They realize they're not good with um, hiring. So they hire an HR person. Uh, but when it comes to talking about themselves and using something, a, a great tool like a book, they, they kind of have this block of, oh, I have to do it. Um, and you are doing it. It's your knowledge. But if writing is not your superpower, then you know, thinking of finding somebody who's writing uh, is their superpower, right? It's why people hire me because they're not a copywriter. They've got the information, they've got the product, but their time is best spent uh, creating that or, or operating as a coach or what have you. Um, and it's not in the writing's process. But what if somebody uh, is a good writer or they want to take the time to write it themselves? You know, uh, how can people get themselves started? Well, you've made some great points, Kimberly. Um, back to the, the ghostwriting, you're absolutely right. The, the ghostwriter can get the book done for you better and faster than you can yourself. However, there's definitely a cost to that. So if you do have the time or you don't want to spend the money on a ghostwriter, you can get it done yourself. It might take a little bit longer. You might need more time uh, and money that you spend on an editor, uh, but it'll get done. Um, how to get started. It starts with identifying why you want to write the book in the first place, because if you don't identify that, there's a good chance that you're not going to write the book that you that will get you the results that you really want. After you've identified why you want to write a book, then you want to look at who you want reading your book, who's your target reader, and what are the issues that those target readers are facing that you want to address in your book. After that, you're gonna to wanna to start to identify the topic that you should be writing your book on and brainstorming what are all the different things that you wanna say about that topic. Build an outline, uh, put it in the right order, and then you can just fill in your outline to get your book going. 
I love that that's like a step-by-step process. It's like, this comes first, this comes second, right? If you skip to the end, if you say, okay, I'm going to sit down and outline my book, but if you don't know who you're writing to, and if you don't know what you're writing about, it makes it so much harder, right? Well, a lot of people come to me and they say, I had, I've been told by so many people, I need to write a book on this. It's like, okay, so why do you want to write a book on that? Well, because so many people told me I should write a book on it. Well, that's not why you want to write that book. That might not have anything to do with getting you to where you want to go. And then the light bulb goes off. It's like, yeah, if I'm going to spend time writing a book, I'd rather have the book be something that's going to help me get to my goals, not these other people's goals. Right. That's always the key in business. Whatever you're working on, whatever you're doing, there's always a time cost and a resource cost. Even if, you know, as you mentioned earlier, right, there's a cost to hiring somebody else to do it, but then there's also a cost to hiring yourself to do it um, in time and resources and how long it takes and how long the process is. So if you, you know, if you write the wrong book, if you write the write a book that isn't uh, for what your goals are, uh, then, you know, is that a good use of the cost? Not likely, because you're probably not going to see any kind of return on investment just from book sales. The return on investment comes from new clients or new speaking engagements or media interviews where you gain much greater visibility. Absolutely. I think it's so important. It's not going to get you there. Yeah. So, it, you know, it is really important to know any any kind of uh, marketing or growth or scale process that you do, it's so important that you're you're doing it for the right reasons, right? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll get asked, oh, I should be on Instagram because everyone tells me I should be on Instagram. And I say, well, okay, why do you want to be on Instagram? What's the purpose of being on Instagram? And it's the same thing with writing a book, right? It's, you know, why do you want to write this book? What are your goals? So, uh, you know, what are some of the common goals that people can kind of get in mind, like if they know they want to write a book, but they don't necessarily know how to go about setting the right goals for creating the right book. uh, What are some uh, prompts or ideas for people to get started? Well, if somebody's writing a book because they want to get more speaking engagements, then your book is going to be on a topic that you want to speak about, for instance, that you want event planners to be hiring you for, hopefully to be paying you to speak at the events that they're working on. If you want to get more leads for your business, then you're going to be focusing on your target market for whatever the services that you want people coming to you for uh, what and what the challenges are for those uh, target readers that you want to address in your book. Or if you want to educate your clients, your, your target market on maybe a solution that you found, or maybe you just want to create a legacy for your grandchildren or something like that. Uh, So there are many different types of goals that authors have. In addition to having your goals, you sort of need to have a plan for how your book is going to help you get there. Because without that plan, the book itself is not likely to enable you to reach that goal unless you have a strategy in mind for using and leveraging your book. Yeah, definitely. You know, the there's, it's kind of one of those things, right? You can't build a house without a foundation. So even though you're going to create this amazing book that can, you know, raise your awareness of, uh, raise your 
likability, raise people knowing that you're an expert. You know, you have to have that strategy behind it so that it's being used in the right way. Uh, where would people start with uh, crafting a strategy or where, what are some of the, the most commonly overlooked parts of using your book properly? Well, I think a lot of people don't start thinking about how to use their book until the book is already written, which is okay, but I can think it can serve you a lot better if you start thinking about that up front, because that will help you frame the book better. For instance, if you're seeking to get some good publicity for your expertise, for your business, whatever, uh, then what is it that media outlets are looking for? Well, they're looking for good hooks. So you need to make sure that you have good hooks in your book, good enticing chapter titles and things like that, that you might not even think about until after your book's done and you say, yes, let me see if I can get on a radio program or TV or whatever. It's a little late at that point to have to go back and revise your book. So you want to try to think about uh, how you're going to use the book early so that you can craft the book that's going to enable you to reach the, the goals or objectives that you're seeking. And you've mentioned so many great ideas about how you can get started with that. You know, what is your objective? Figuring out how you want to use the book. You know, is it going to be a topic you want to speak on? Is it something that you want to be bringing into interviews so that you can talk about them on media? You know, those that's so many just great ideas about what you should have in mind and just a starting point for, you know, if I'm going to create this book, what is it going to do for me? Right. And just to give you an example, I was coaching one of my clients who was writing a book on um, helping franchisees grow their franchise. That was the topic that he most wanted to write about. Like, okay, so are the franchisees likely to hire you to help them? And he thought about it and thought, not really. They've just spent a whole lot of money on buying a franchise. And they're probably not um, even aware that there are people like me who can help them be more successful. But the franchisors want the franchisees to be successful. So that got him thinking, well, maybe my audience really should be the franchisors on here's what you can do to help your franchisees be more successful. And I can, I'm available to coach them in these ways. And so he revamped his book and it was, it was such an eye opener for him to think about what he wanted to do with the book. He wanted to get more clients, but the clients that he wanted weren't the ones who were more likely to be hiring him. That's such a, a, I love the way that it's still the same topic, right? How franchisees can become successful, but you have to reframe it into who you're trying to connect with. And, you know, there was that one step to the side about who, who was this person wanting to work with, but then also who is that person who's going to be doing the hiring? Um, who is it that, you know, he wants to work with franchisees, but are the franchisees making that ultimate decision? Um, it's such a great uh, kind of side view, but idea of how um, you really need to know your audience, right? Know your audience, know your clients, and know what topics they're concerned about. And if you don't do that up front, then you're going to wind up probably writing a book that's not going to get you the results that you want. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I love what you said about, you know, having the rights chapter titles and making sure that you're talking to the right people because uh, for so many of us, right, we're, we're so involved in, ah, this, the, these are people I can help best, but, you know, is that the person making that ultimate decision to hire you, yes or no? And it's a really, really important question to ask yourself. So we are almost out of time, but on the Audience Converter, we're all about taking action, right? What does it really take to grow and scale a business and, and how can we do that? So if you want somebody to take one piece of uh, action advice away from this interview, what would it be? When you're thinking about writing a book, you definitely need to establish that foundation first. As you said, when you're building a house, you start with a foundation. With almost every project that you do, you need to start with a foundation. Come up with your goals, your vision of what the book's going to do for you, who you want it for, how it's going to help them, what's your strategy for, for using the book once it's written. And then I think you'll find it to be a much more productive use of your time to get the book done. Absolutely. So, you know, before you sit down to write that book, sit down and create your foundation. Determine who you're writing it for, what your topic's about, and how it's actually going to help you achieve your goals. Well, Judy, I want to say thank you so much for sitting down with me and sharing your wisdom with my audience. And, you know, if somebody is looking to get that book project started or they're wanting to learn more about, you know, publishing their book and how it needs to get done and getting it written, uh, how can they reach out to you? Well, my website is skillbytes.net, S-K-I-L-L-B-I-T-E-S.net. And for your audience, Kimberly, I have an ebook that sets out the, the steps that can be taken, what questions you need to ask at the foundational stage and how to outline your book and how to get it going. Uh, and you can find that at skillbytes.net slash write a book easily. Fantastic. So the action item, everyone, of course, is to sit down and create the foundations of your book. And if you're a little bit lost about how to do that, definitely head on over to skillbytes.net slash write a book easily to get a to get a free ebook on uh, exactly what the questions are you should be asking yourself and how you can get started with writing that book so that you can grow your business and be seen as an authority and an expert at what you do. Uh, Judy, thank you so much for, for joining me and sharing your wisdom. And uh, I, I'm really excited to have everyone know about the, the next steps to, to getting that book written. Kimberly, it's been my pleasure being with you today. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.